0: as usual i feel like i'm in witness protection with the lighting in my bedroom
1: yeah uh here on week three of not a football podcast grace is back i'm jesse um and a person who is also on this um we'll call her suzanne
0: oh <laughs> okay oh no
1: All oh, the lights are on in san francisco <laughs> Not really. So, it's mood I, I lighting. Exactly okay. Where it is live, but we'll say San Francisco. It's uh, yeah. yeah, we're all in. We're all in Big Ten country. Is what's important. <laughs> we are all the Big really Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten. of All of us. I made a whole doc to prepare her for the show, and um, I, I should have opened it, um, you know, actually come <laughs> do do the prep work, and then um, you know. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Uh, and I prepare to fail by um, whatever it is that I'm doing.
0: I so, do think it's important, though, now that you say we're all in Big tent country. Spiritually, philosophically, what does that mean? It, feel, it feels a little bit like purgatory uh, if you're Catholic, so.
1: Well, um, you know, I can start here. What it means um, is that I was walking around one night. Let's let's call up the picture on my phone because it's still there. Um, yeah, you know, it was just just the other night walking around New York late at night. Uh, they have like these. Um, I don't know if they have them in every city now, but like you know, information displays just sort of up on the street. Um, They're also like Wi-Fi towers. It's pretty cool. Um, and it, it said like. Nebraska loses again in first game without Scott Frost, like was the AP news update that was deemed to be. That was what needed to be um, in that moment. Scott Frost needed to be included, needed to catch that stray, just like the New York Jets (laughs) catching a stray at like 2.30 Sunday morning when Eastern (laughs) Michigan beats Arizona State and tweets out, you play to win the game.
0: which is in Michigan that's a huge win for them in the elevators in my office building there are little displays in the very uh, bougie elevators in my extremely bougie office building um, that have like a little uh, they're kind of similar displays right where they show like headlines (laughs) and you know random like fun facts of the day or whatever um and I feel like personally attacked every time they show like the top five, uh, you know, National League home run leaders or something. Cause it's just like a string of Dodgers in obviously like the heart of Giants country that I just feel like I don't like it. I don't like it as much as I would have liked it a year ago. Um, and I, I am suddenly between that and Scott Frost catching strays on the streets of New York. Uh, I feel like maybe we need to reevaluate this whole business model. Uh, in that it is sort of unintentionally causing some emotional trauma.
1: Oh, I, I receive no emotional trauma from Scott Frost. He isn't capable of hurting me.
0: But Scott Frost might be walking the streets of New York. He's unemployed now. He just might not have anything better to do. Sure, yeah. he could, he could be anywhere. Right, he could be on vacation. Or just some poor unsuspecting Nebraska fan innocently out trying to walk their dog or whatever. <laughs> just boom.
1: You know what I see a lot of, uh, more than anything else, Bills fans. Like, I did not know that, I mean, yeah, I've, obviously we're in New York State, but, like, before, you know, it, it it was always heavy. But, like, now it's, like, every day of the week, the Bills fans wear their Bills stuff, um, and you will see somebody here in the home of the two New <laughs> York.
0: I'm sure it probably helps that uh the Bills are not a punchline at this point. And yeah. historically in recent years, uh the other New York football teams have not done as well.
1: Uh the the one that was like the the graphic that came up today, uh for and and then we can stop talking about godforsaken pro football in week three of the season, week two of their <laughs> season. Um was was the Jets um, being like? It's now like teams are one and two thousand two hundred and thirty four or some shit when trailing by thirteen plus points with two minutes to go. Oh and the Jets God, with gosh. Joe Flacco yesterday are the one. Oh which, my gosh! You know what? The Cleveland oh, Browns. Insane. You reaping, you sowing. See ya. Have a great rest of the year, assholes. Mm-hmm. Seriously,
0: could could not have happened to a worse team. So yeah, more deserving team yeah. for sure. Was... So
1: Grace, do you want to to process watching Cal football in person? Um, <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, we don't need to talk about Notre Dame. We, we've we've established that this is a year, and that they are just they are in the background. So you experience Cal football in the flesh. That that I is did. something we need to delve into.
2: They had a they had a pretty uh pretty big contingent in South Bend, to be honest. A lot more people than I was expecting for Cal football. Um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting. What's that? What's their quarterback's name? The kid who transferred from Purdue? Jack Plummer. Um, yeah, I sometimes, you know, it was a bit of a mystery where on the field he thought he was throwing to. Um, but just a just a I can't can't like say it was all that different for another dame either that day. So that was kind of a tough one to sit through, but fun day overall in South Bend, So can't, can't complain. Right. We've been through worse.
0: I feel like I need to apologize to uh, any of the many Cal Twitter friends of mine who may be listening to this. I'm not laughing at you. I am laughing at you, but like just with love. Bit.
1: They are, uh, they are there. They are. Uh, in in the-
0: I, I- I give Cal
1: credit. <laughs> <continuing to thrive.
0: laughs> credit that they, they do at least attempt to maintain a very solid veneer of being um, a degree granting institution and not minor mm-hmm. league football, which for better or worse, uh, will perpetually put them at a disadvantage. Yeah. They,
1: they can uh, you know, come, come join the Ivies. It's fun. <laughs>
0: see that's what i'm saying like cal and stanford because look stanford had like a lovely hot second where they were good but that's not happening again we've established that at this point yeah. like just go go hang out with the the other nerds you would totally do fine you would probably mm-hmm. do well even and yeah, leave guess, the colleges that have, that right leave the schools that have elaborate uh, academic programs specifically for the purposes of making sure that their student athletes maintain their eligibility can continue to be minor league football uh, in peace.
1: I mean, what is Arizona state going to do other than be, um, well, I don't know other than be Arizona. They'll just like exist in the ether, just kind of Arizona stating around from place to place. They're in Hawk to Eastern Michigan now for, I don't know, probably some blood nuts or something. <laughs> they they can't get out of Michigan because they they pawned all their shit, expecting to win Dave at the game.
0: Arizona State is one of those interesting, I don't, really, this is like the majority of colleges when you really think about it. But it's it's an interesting sort of in between, right? Where like they're not a they're not a, a football school, right? Like they're not like oh yeah, like that's that's what everything is built around. But they're also not like. A good school academically, mm. especially like they're fine. It, they are a perfectly they're... fine, uh, public higher education <laughs> institution. But they're not. It's not a. It's not a Cal Stanford Ivy situation. So Arizona State is just like they're just they're hanging out. They're they're gonna be in Arizona and be really hot and probably bench drink and yeah win and lose some football games. Like that's it's just it's such. At some weird level, it's so like endearingly uh, nothing. What
1: Arizona State yeah. should do just commercially speaking, um, because I think Arizona State is our most capitalist public university. <laughs> um, they exist on a foundation of parking tickets. Um, that they will write for you 365 days a year, regardless of what is happening at the school. Um, They should just like go full on, just recruit Mexico for one thing.
0: Mm. Just just
1: go on down there, Ah. bring the sport to Mexico, and then um, load up the rest of your team with American steroid guys and become the SMU of the 21st century There's nobody who's going to police Arizona State because such a concept is, you know, think of it. Um, So there we go. Arizona State, just, you know, a, a whole bunch of, you know, Mexican raw talent that they're recruiting and building the sport so that they can point to it and say, like, look, we are a net good for football. We are spreading this sport internationally. There's going to be huge, there's going to be an NFL team in Mexico city one day because of us, because of Arizona state and what we are doing with our good works and, and developing an international presence for our university as well. Um, See, it sounds then,
0: so good. It sounds so and, good when you say it like that.
1: And then just the biggest motherfuckers from Scottsdale high school.
2: Mm-hmm. It sounds like a solid strategy.
1: All. Juiced out of their minds. <laughs> mm-hmm. We should talk about something that actually happened instead of
0: because uh, <laughs> there was plenty.
1: Oh, there, so there was
0: actual football.
2: Oh my god, App State again. Appy this this Appy. makes me so much sadder that they didn't. They weren't quite able to come back against North Carolina. I know. Like if they were three and O right now, ugh, they came so yeah. close to. But oh my god, that touchdown was like just unreal. And did you see the video? Of the quarterback going to help help kids down who were rushing the field after yeah. the game out of the stands. Yeah,
0: that see that southern oh hospitality god. right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, really, really. Only in Boone.
1: And that's you know they they obviously should be rushing the field for that. Um, and that absolutely goes back to. Oh, yeah. Um, Rush the field for every game, which is what the tradition used to be in the sport. Um was fans you on know, field. Some, some schools, they'd just tear down the goalposts every week because the goalposts were made out of wood. Um, at my school, they would toss them in the river. Um, <laughs> that became um, unsustainable yeah. um, for a few reasons, not least of which was my freshman year, uh, they did win the league title and tear down the goalposts. Um, you know, it Involved into obviously a, that kind of situation by then, uh, winning the title, um, went to toss the goalpost in the river. Uh, they had not walked far enough, and there's an expressway right next to the river, and that was oh, no. really, really disastrous. Uh, before, before people were like, uh, "Yeah, you're going to have to carry this thing farther."
0: Oh no! If you want to dump <laughs> off
1: this bridge.
0: Oh no!
2: god, that's too
0: funny so carrying down the goalposts at uh, probably a, a questionable activity but i absolutely agree rush the field do it you will you're only yes. young once for starters exactly so my 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 underage drinking friends do it why not like have a good time
1: i'll say this you don't have to be drugged to have a good time rushing the field
0: no that is true, true. i just you probably the adrenaline rush but. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, you're you're just takes drunk over. off the vibes at that point. Like yeah. that's just
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Um, yeah, you know, the the court rush too that is top notch. <laughs> like you're hugging people you hate. Like you see people that you know from across campus and you hate them but like, yeah, you just won that game. Okay.
0: I think that sort of falls in the general category too. Things like as a sports fan, it's a thing you have to do once. Like if your team wins a championship, you've got to go to the parade. You've got to go to at least mm-hmm. a parade. Um, yeah. I I also should say that, like, as a Giants and Yankees fan, that was the most obnoxious statement I could possibly say. You have to go to one of the parades. But you do. Yeah, I went to one. It was great. <laughs>
1: I, have I, have could go, say, I, I could say, I could be two. really annoying here and say, I made <laughs> a habit of going to parades. Yes.
0: Yeah, they're fun. And yeah. look, if you don't like crowds or whatever, like, yeah, they're probably not the thing to do all the time. Um, if you are so lucky as to have all the time be a consideration in that scenario. But it was an, they're an absolute blast, and it is one of those wild, like, high-fiving people you've never met before and like elbowing somebody in the face trying to catch a giveaway and then immediately hugging them while making sure that their eye is still attached to their body like it's just it's a very it's a very <laughs> unique human experience
1: i'm so excited for no new york team to win anything for as long as i work at the mta because headquartered <laughs> yeah directly overlooks the start of the, oh, like our no. floor has like the most amazing view of a ticker tape parade. So I plan to see none in the entire time that I work there. <laughs> I'm going to have to of course. For the good of my, good of my city sports wise, the bad of my city transit wise. Yeah. I, I think I'm doing a good job. So I'm having fun, I'm having fun doing this too. Um, and, and also I had fun not watching the Iowa game, um, on Saturday <laughs> night. Um, You know, I think there are some things that, and, you know, I've had this experience as a Sunderland fan because, you know, for the majority of the time that they were in the premier league and I was a fan, it was a special occasion that they were like on the satellite package. Like they had to be playing against Arsenal or Manchester United or Liverpool. Um, And then like when the premier, League, when they got all the games on, uh, they immediately got relegated and like, off TV. And um, now it's a special occasion. And I mostly follow them through Twitter. And I feel like following games that you are not watching is a truly wonderful thing about the time that we live in. Because I do not have to subject my eyes to all of the Iowa football. I have watched enough Iowa football in my life. I've gotten enough Iowa football through osmosis. In my life, I can piece together what all that looks like with the pictures of the lightning and the highlight clips that I'm seeing. I know that everything but the highlight clips is three yards into nothing. The stands in this case are like eerily, you know, what they are. Um, the noise level, I, I guess, is but you're getting that through the highlights, too, in the big plays. So um, and then you're able to fully focus on what's important about Iowa football. Which is the jokes?
0: (laughs) Of course, there are. There, I feel like every season there are a couple of teams, and it's and it's usually Iowa. Now that I think about it, Uh, but there's every year there's like a couple of teams that are just like they're they're the joke fodder. You don't really need to watch them. You probably don't really want to watch them. You've just got to keep track of them because you got to get these jokes off. Like there's some good punchlines waiting to happen about like some coach is (laughs) going to get fired or uh, you know somebody whose defense never gets off the bus or whatever it is like there's there are jokes to be made
1: yeah um i feel like you know what's happening at at mississippi uh (laughs) another one of our favorites to touch on is they're moving out of that joke territory like they yeah might be legit good like i was just reading um you know the sp plus article sp plus article with um yeah, but where they're like a legit top 10 team, you know, if the defense is actually good and, and who knows? Cause like, that's the weird thing when you're, when you're doing a thing in a sort of different way than everybody else, which they are, cause they have to, and, you know, say, say what you will about the man, but credit lane for recognizing that. And, um, he'll eventually probably fuck it up and, you know, go yeah. someplace where he tries to be too big of a shot. Um, But this is actually like the perfect place for him to be himself and do all this shit. As long as he uh, keeps recognizing it, it's going to be a fun ride.
0: Because ultimately it's the SEC. They don't give a crap what you do. If you win games, that's it. Mm -hmm. You got to recruit, you got to win games. Uh, Other than that, you can, you can be as Big of an asshole as you want. You could be as yeah. weird as you want. You can commit felonies of various kinds. Yeah. Uh, and everybody will just, oh, it's fine. Well, you know, but he wins games. Like, it's games. Like, and you know what? I mean, I can't really look. Yeah. I mean, I root for a team that employed uh, Steve Spurrier at Urban Mayor on purpose. <laughs> uh, and look, I love Steve Spurrier with my entire being. But like, really? They're not like, Great,
2: guys. Speaking Some of is- Urban, what do we think about the Urban See, to Nebraska rumor? Any <laughs> I, validity it's almost, there?
0: It's almost too good, right? Like, it's that almost would be too insane. accurate.
1: Well, what is it they say? Like, then uh, uh, when when the stadium's full, that's the biggest city in Nebraska? Mm-hmm. So he truly would then be... Again, what's important is getting the jokes off. um. Uh, <laughs> But, no, I mean, absolutely, they would go for a, a cult of personality that doesn't give a shit about breaking all the rules all at mm-hmm. once so long as you win all the games. Um, that's all they want is to win all the games.
0: Because um, Urban is kind of Scott Broth, but charming. Like, he's not charming, but he's... He's not. <laughs> yeah. but... He's, but but he's not nothing the way Frost is, right? Like, Scott Frost is just... Yeah. There was no... Like, he couldn't get by on the Nebraska Legend thing for forever, right? Like, that's sort of yeah where the... But Urban has a, a degree of, like, just sheer undeserved confidence. Yeah. That will really carry him through in a lot of scenarios. Um So like I mean he's very much like a politician that way, right? Like he is he is the football equivalent of every senator who will just confidently be so wrong and so loud and never even remotely care. Just absolute go right through it every time. How would they pay him? Under the table.
1: I guess we we did talk about it, like with the Ricketts being uber wealthy, and Keelan almost vomited at the thought. So um, and, you know, hire whoever they wanted So
0: I mean, uh, fundamentally, yeah, like any any big school can hire whoever they want. Fundamentally, they, any any school that has any sort of tradition of like being a football power, even if it is a uh, increasingly distant tradition, yeah. you can find a booster who will write you that check. They'll write in the tech and be like, yeah, slap my name on the practice facility when you open it next year, and we'll call it good. Like, you'll find a way, if you want to.
1: I wonder if they want to. I I, I, like, is there, if you're the Nebraska administration, is there, like, A danger where you're like, we don't want to hire a football coach who's going to become bigger than us and be bigger than us. Like, let's, you know, keep it with these mediocre types, the Scott Frost types, Uh, you know, keep us going where, you know, not this garbage three and nine stuff. But like, you know, let's just get seven, eight wins a year, go to our nice bowl game, cash enormous checks from television, call it a day. And, you know, not have to worry about some power trip and asshole who's making more money than God in the state.
0: I don't know how much of a concern the power trip part of it is. But there is, like, there's a reputational thing, right? Where, like, first of all, I mean, Urban specifically is uh, a little bit of a third rail. For obvious reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. So there is a question of like, okay, are like Midwestern morals or whatever like, could we semic that? Oh, you know, not that other schools haven't, but like at this venture particularly with everything yeah. that is very public after this- the.
2: The Jaguars stint and everything that came out yeah. of that, right? Know.
0: Right, like every step along the way since he was at Florida, like school should have known. Like, okay, you and and NFL teams and anybody else, but it has definitely sort of reached critical mass at this point. Where like, who who are you hiring? Right, yeah. like, do 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 we want to win badly enough that we are willing to take the hit on how this is going to look, balanced with? do we actually think that they, the team would win that much with him? Cause it is also a question of like, aside from being a name, how good of a coach do you really think he is?
1: And how long is he going to last? Yeah. That too. <laughs> Cause he, especially at like Nebraska. Um, and again, I, I don't want to like speak on the entirety of the Midwest, but like, UCLA is going to be in the Big Ten. They will eventually be looking for a coach. Um, they will, again, the booster wants the thing. Um, somebody will write the big enough check. Fox will write the big enough check to get, or who has, oh shit, it's CBS now. CBS will write the big enough check to get Urban Meyer to UCLA. Like,
0: Right. I mean, and I think that's always the danger of hiring a coach that is sort of has something of a reputation for being uh, easily bought off and lured to a new location. <laughs> um, and I think it is also why schools are part of why schools are so tempted to go with the Scott Frost and the Dan Mullen and the, you know, fill in your school hero here higher right? That there is this sense of like, okay, well, they're going to have loyalty that end up somebody else wouldn't like, they're not going to screw us. They're not going to sneak out the back door. They're not going to be, you know, leave us high and dry because they get a better offer. Like now the flip side of that is that uh, sometimes that means schools hire coaches that they shouldn't and keep them for longer than they should. But <laughs> I think with somebody like Urban, like that's, got to be a consideration right of like Mm -hmm. with how how long until greater pastures call him
1: i don't know i don't know it's uh
0: we we will have
1: plenty of time to discuss the comings and goings of uh (laughs) of urban fire so (laughs) Um, let's, let's, uh, was there anything else this week that we were, uh, that we wanted to talk about before we moved on to our game for next week?
0: Well, I mean, uh, we got our we Iowa and s- Nebraska jokes in, so I feel like that's, yeah, really,
2: that's really all that matters.
0: That's the important part. yeah uh, we
2: do it all for. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, it's, honestly,
2: kind of a little bit of a slow week. Yeah, and there wasn't, um...
1: Wasn't he really big upsets? Yeah, UConn I, lost. I was, I was surprised Oregon. That's our yeah. that's our update on the Bonvoy program. <laughs> Not a football was, broadcast. Brought to you by Marriott Bonvoy. Follow the UConn Huskies <laughs> travel program. Oh, You'll get more points than UConn. <laughs> oh my god!
0: I mean, that's almost definitely true. So, yeah. Yeah, I was uh,
2: surprised Oregon blew out BYU like that. I kind of thought that BYU was gonna go for pack 12 give them a run for their money but i don't know
1: yeah there's some there's some fun transitive stuff happening through all that then yeah really Baylor is gonna stink by the end Mm -hmm. of the year seriously all right you guys ready for this game we will um we will be uh, playing this game i do not know the line of one of these games because it had not come out yet perhaps Grace, as our yeah, I'll, resident I'll DraftKings expert, <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to help us here. Um, I cannot, uh, while, while you are looking this up, um, the, the Duke-Kansas game, um, I cannot bet on Syracuse in the state of New York. So I don't know what the 3-0 and team in the heart of my state, where I got credits in 1997 that did not transfer when I went to actual college, <laughs> um, I was in a high school program, and, and they were like, no, fuck you, those would have only counted at Syracuse. Um, oh, well, um, I cannot bet on them, but there are other 3-0 and teams, and we are going to adopt a couple of 3-0 teams and teams and figure out a vibes-based parlay on them. So um, right. we have eight schools to choose from. Um, in, in a total of, well, well, actually Virginia at Syracuse. Okay. So there's Maryland at Michigan. There's Duke at Kansas. There's Notre Dame at North Carolina, Iowa at Rutgers and USC at Oregon state. Are we ready mm. for, for adopting the team and considering their vibes? And All right. we
0: should. let's do it.
2: Absolutely. Okay.
1: Um, all right, Grace. I will give you the. You, you'll each get to pick two because it was it was going to be a thing. Uh, Keelan was here, if, but she is not. All right. First up, we have. I'm going to shuffle these so that they are not in the order that I know. I will shuffle them alphabetically by bonus fact. <laughs> okay. First up, we have a team that is three and zero for the first time since 2018. They are trying to go four and zero for the first time since 2018. They beat this. They beat this week's opponent last year, but they have never beaten this this opponent in the place where they are playing on Saturday. Team two is going for its first three and zero start since 2014. It's first... They are 3-0, I should say, for the first time since 2014. Going for their first 4-0 since 2012. They also beat their opponent last year. And they have not beaten their opponent, though, where they are playing them since 2010. Do you need the the bonus information? Would that help you here?
2: The bonus okay, information? Pick
1: which team you would like to, to ride with.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: The extra fact. Team A... Uh, the last time they won their first four games under a new coach
2: mm-hmm. which
1: they have this year was in
2: 1994.
1: Oh. And Team B um, is unranked. You know, they're all—all all these teams are unranked. The three and teams that we talked about—they are unranked. But they have, and they are playing a ranked team that they have beaten six times out of 37 attempts when they are unranked, and this opponent is ranked
0: pretty good ratio it is.
2: it is i think i might have to go with team b on this one to be honest
1: all right team b is oregon state they are a six and a half point underdog at home against usc
0: not a chance Yeah, uh none chance but nothing very not things would be happier.
1: so we we will put usc into our parlay then all right very good the vibes Uh-oh. are very the the other team there was Duke. Duke was Team A.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, really okay. Out, so.
1: yeah, yeah. All right.
2: What's the basketball matchup we got there?
1: Britt, uh, <laughs> you will get the next uh, the next choice here of which right. team, which game we're going to be choosing on. Uh, would you like to choose the game of Team A, uh, which is three and O for the first time since two thousand nine, going for its first four and O start since two thousand nine. Last beat this week's opponent in 2009 and last beat this week's opponent in the place where they are playing them this week in 2009, a season in which they did not go to a bowl. Or would you like to think about the vibes of Team B? <clears throat> Team B is 3-0 and for the first time since 2018. They are trying to go 4-0 and for the first time since 2018. They last beat this week's opponent in 1977 in the place where they are playing this week, but not in the stadium where they are playing this week.
0: All right. Well, I, I, I have to go with uh, whoever has not won against this opponent in longer than I've been alive. So okay. we're going we're gonna to go with B.
1: That is uh, that is the Syracuse Virginia game that I cannot uh, bet on, and I do not know the line for that one. That game is Friday night, and hey. I, I should not have uh, put it on this list, but I did.
2: Qs Virginia, the line is Q's by ten. All right.
1: Syracuse, a ten point favorite at home against Virginia, a team that wears the same colors. It could be confusing. We could don't be confusing. know.
2: A lot of uh, orange out
1: there. Color blindness uh, status of players on the field as well.
0: Uh, I'm colorblind. My, my, my wonderful uh, best friend in the whole wide world is accused of a lot. So I feel like I'm like legally obligated to lean that direction. Okay.
1: That's good vibes. So Syracuse covering the 10. Um, we might, might need to make this a teaser. I don't know what that really um, <laughs> does for us. Um, as I, I say it, uh, I know that you can tease the points down. Um, I worked for a gambling website very briefly, and it was fun. And I picked the World Series winner. Um, that was awesome. Okay, so there's there's um, three of these left. Uh, there's or there's three three and O uh, You know what? I messed this up. Okay. Well, we're doing this. Okay. This can be a collaborative effort. We have um, A, B, and C. Team A. Is three and zero for the first time since 2020. They are trying to go four and zero. However, for the first time since 1997, they last beat this week's opponent in 2008. They have never won in the place where they are playing this week, and they have played since 1949, mm. but only 22 times. Uh, it is a 20 to two all-time series, with one of those wins being. In- Ouch. 2008 uh number two is team b team b is 3-0 for the first time since 2021 um they are trying to go 4-0 for the first time since 2012 they have never beaten this opponent a conference rival team c is 3-0 for the first time since 2021 they are 4-0, for the fir- trying to go 4-0 for the first time since 2021. However, they have not beaten this week's opponent since 2014. However, they did win that game in the place where they are playing. Uh, but the series is 9-1 all time, and all of the 9 have been by 20-plus points. Ouch. Which of those... Which of those are do we have a kind of feeling about? Uh,
0: I mean, I kind of like B, personally. Yeah, why not?
1: B, I'll, I'll tell you first. Um, you could have had, uh, at A, you could have had North Carolina against <laughs> Notre Dame. 20-2 uh, to two all-time. Their first meeting was at Yankee Stadium uh, in 1949. Uh, that's something. We do not have to worry about the Notre Dame game. We can throw that out. Would you like to stick with B, or I'll give you the Monty Hall problem? You can toss it to C. These are both zonks, so it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> um, I don't. I don't feel strongly between the two. I like. I like the chaotic energy of both. Honestly, yeah, we can, I like C.
1: We can also do both and um, knock Syracuse out of here, and then I don't have to like take a path train to New Jersey or something to place this bet. Um, I
0: mean, we could do that,
1: and I don't know if I would be able to place the bet in New Jersey because Team B, the team that you picked first, was Rutgers of facing Iowa.
2: Yeah. I love Rutgers. Rutgers and Iowa,
1: and a half point underdog at home against iowa i've got oh. the
2: scarlet knights all I, the way yeah, I
1: feel all it
0: the way. way all the way all the way boom the way.
1: <laughs> um and then team c we have to bet against iowa on this show it's uh, yes. the joie de vivre uh right. the world needs kirk ference to be fired so they don't- <laughs> um Yeah, we we haven't even ripped on Kirk that much, or Brian, for that matter, this week. Just or even you know what they do to those children in the hospital, waking them up at two in the morning to (laughs) Uh, team. The the last team uh, that we are on here uh, that is a nine-one all-time series, and the nine have all been by twenty or more. That's Maryland at Michigan, Mm. where the Terps are eighteen and a half point underdogs on Big Noon Saturday.
0: (laughs) good mm. lord
1: I don't know how to take that one
0: so that, yeah wow
1: Michigan just won 59 nothing against UConn yeah that's, gonna, partner
0: that, that, that's gonna Marriott be.
1: Bonvoy and oh as a God. result this show which is definitely sponsored by them yeah. we're just gonna speak it into existence yeah uh-huh. <laughs> Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Oh, Chris, God. what does what your expertise from your new job tell you?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, this Michigan team has played, like, they have the worst, I mean, best for them, but worst first month, four home games in a row of Hawaii, Colorado State, UConn. And it's like, oh, finally they're playing somebody, and that somebody is Maryland. Like, right. it's, <laughs> I, I just. Like this is getting ridiculous. Go go do something. They're ranked fourth in the nation for beating up and somebody anybody could beat.
0: And it does make you wonder like, are they gonna roll into week five and just be like, ah shit. Like (laughs)
2: Literally, no. They're like, like a little wake up call there, I think.
1: Seriously. And in this in this time though, are they are they kind of getting it right by not scheduling a big game early?
2: That's what I'm wondering. Like trying to get the offense to click, deciding yeah. which quarterback to use. Like it's not a bad strategy so far, unless it backfires, but
1: Right. Like I know I know BYU didn't really have much say in you know, yeah. they're not in a, a big conference anyway, but like man, I was watching that game um, in the bar at the stadium and Man, the last thing you want to see is like, oh, yeah, we got a team. Uh, we got to go go up and face Bo Nicks in September. Because, like, that's just like you're going to take your title aspirations or, you know, whatever lofty hopes you have for mm-hmm. the season and just take them into the chaos palace. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that historically, less so this year, but historically, the really good programs, Schedule a couple of weeks of, like, uh, middle of who knows where university. Like, yeah. right. you want to, there, there is a logic to sort of easing into it. I feel like four weeks is, like, a little much. But, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a reason that the first couple of weeks is always, like, a little uh, bit softer. Mm, you don't really hit okay. conference games until, like, week four, week five. Like, yeah.
1: But that's also why you got to change things in the sport. Like if you want to make September the preseason, then just let it be the preseason. Let that, you know, and and let... Right. Let more kids play. Mm -hmm. Like, you have these 100-person rosters at Michigan. Like, you have have players doubling up on uniform numbers by necessity because they don't give out triple digits.
0: Right. I will say Um, sort of from a... To sort of devil's advocate, my own point, I do think there's something to be said, too, that especially if you've got younger players, like if you've got a younger quarterback, especially you've got just sort of like younger players that you're hoping are going to be kind of part of your core. You don't want to wait too long to sort of get them baptized by fire, such as it were, because then you run the risk of like, yeah, they do feel sort of settled. They're like, yeah, I'm good to go. And then they hit conference play after a month or whatever. And all of a sudden they're totally yeah, so out of their depth. They can't make those adjustments, and it just like blindsides you. Whereas if your second game, I mean, and Anthony Richardson is obviously like on my mind as I say this. Like, yeah, play somebody decent week two, and like figure out what you've got and learn how to make those adjustments because you yeah. don't. I mean, the season's not very long. If you hit week four, week five, and you start to realize like, oh, I. I can't hang the way I thought I could with these really, really competitive opponents. Now you've already lost like a third of your season and you don't have that much time to adapt. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's, it's worth considering. And I think that that's why they kind of just need to, like, as much as I want to see everything just torn down immediately um, and and rebuilt as something that, you know, I've had in my mind. And I think I've, you know, I've definitely shared with both of you guys at this point, but, you know, haven't published yet. Um, like, there needs to be a total restructuring of, of the way that this board works for it to, to work um, in a way that makes any kind of sense. Um, but also, just, like, settle down and, like, let everybody kind of figure out what works in this era because it's been a lot of change really fast even by the standards of a sport where things often change really fast and like you know i i don't know how you approach the next two or three years if you're somebody who actually is in this sport you know it's fun for us to watch but like if you're like somebody who has to consider like what are the ramifications of Texas and Oklahoma joining my conference? Like, right. You, how do you long-term plan? Like how how do you adjust for variables that you don't even really know what they are yet?
0: Right. Either I know Texas and Oklahoma are joining my conference or uh, my conference is getting picked apart and I have no idea who who is going to be in my conference in two years because half of the conference is leaving and I may be playing like uh Boise and Hawaii every year um, and expanded playoff on top of it. That's a lot of chaos. Um, and when you're, yeah, I think, especially when you're thinking about recruiting too, because, you know, always recruiting, we know how this works. So you're thinking, you know, you're thinking two three years ahead when you're looking at your recruiting and you're looking your, at your depth chart. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what's going to, anything's going to look like in two years.
1: Yeah. then you had the transfer portal which for you know as as much as everybody complains about it i understand why you would complain about it and hate it if your job was like i need to figure out what this football team is going to look like year to year like my job is on the line from knowing what that is and and because that affects your curtain too like What what if you're losing three DBs and then a fourth one goes, um, right? Well, obviously they need to still be recruiting a lot of DBs.
0: You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, but you see, you (laughs) you see it happen though, where you've got a team that loses a bunch of people to the draft, and then all of a sudden they start losing a bunch of people to the transfer portal too, either just sort of coincidentally, or because the guys in the transfer portal are like, oh, this team isn't going to be as good right now because we're going to be kind of in transition. I'm going to fail. And find some place where I'm going to have you know better opportunities. Like it is 100 percent the right thing. I'm entirely behind the transfer portal, but it does make coaches' lives. It does. It makes their job harder. They're Good. More than sufficiently paid compensated. <laughs> right. But yeah. but I guess from a very selfish standpoint, I get it though. So it does make their job a lot harder. Yeah. But once
1: again, uh, Grace sitting there just placidly knowing that Notre Dame has this all figured out they're playing they've been playing the long game all along yeah why join a conference in a world where there are no conferences and yet conferences are everything
2: i mean with this expanded playoff it's it's not looking exactly like a necessity so uh, I, think, I think they might have considered it more seriously if that <laughs> that news didn't come in but it did so yeah. Although I got to say, I would not be, I like the Big Ten. I wouldn't be against, that might be a hot take for any Notre Dame fans, but I would not be anti joining the Big Ten. I would, however, be anti joining the ACC. I don't think that would be a fun. J- literally just for the vibes, like no other reason.
0: No one likes the ACC. Yeah. Who wants to hang around Clemson? Literally. Literally no one. Literally no one.
1: So it was nice of Dabo to run as fast as he could away from everybody else. Finally, give somebody else, yeah, you know, everybody else, <laughs> chance to hang back.
2: <laughs> he loves to run fast.
1: Somebody oh. must have left a quarter at midfield.
2: <laughs> I wonder what Dabo's forty time is. We should we should try to time it against the yard line. Oh, there yeah. he on the video.
0: Give him some scouting right. grades.
1: Yeah, And he's getting a running start there, too. He's Mm coming in with some some velo. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's 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 top speed. That's not sprint speed.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something to consider. Um, The other thing that that we do have to prepare for um, this week, and, and this will be what sends us off to think about all of the wonderful things that can happen next Saturday, this Saturday, days from now, game day is at florida tennessee <laughs> and florida tennessee is happening
2: honestly uh, the, just the the envi- the stands like the the crowd in that game i want just a camera a split screen on any fights that are going on in the stands with the game the entire time they just got to have a camera circle in
0: Get a drone set up or something, man. Yeah. We're going to need it. We're going to need it. The same with Florida, Tennessee, right? No one likes Florida, Tennessee. It is, it's, it's kind of like when you go to your family's house for Thanksgiving and every year your overly competitive cousins are like, we got to go play football in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And like, you're going to do it because you want to win and you're going to go play, but nobody's actually happy with whatever the result is. And it's literally just like you don't even care about winning. You just don't want to lose. Like that is the entirety of Florida, Tennessee, like as, as an entity, as, as what, what uh, generously counts as a rivalry. Like just, there's no, there's no good outcome here. It's not, it's not enjoyable. The only enjoyable thing about Florida, Tennessee um, is the fact that Peyton Manning never beat Florida. So other than that, like, it's just, even when Florida wins, I get to the end of the game and I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Like it's just not enjoyable. And when I compare it to like Florida LSU or even Florida, Georgia, like Florida, Georgia is perversely entertaining. Like I hate it because losing that game is the worst. Yeah. But I love it at the same time. Right. Like that's very much like you're going to get in a fight with your brother and like, yeah, you hate it, and you're gonna get in a fight, but like you love your brother. So it's like kind of okay.
1: And you're gonna have the lead at some point in that game.
0: Right. right. That's that is the nature of it. I'm gonna keep telling myself that at least.
1: I think I think Florida, Tennessee, I think what you've boiled down to, and this is kind of very um Thanksgiving y with the extended family you don't like, uh, kind of way of thinking about it. You want them to hurt more than you do at the end of it you're gonna exactly
0: exactly but you
1: want it you want them to hurt and you want them to hurt because you hurt them
0: right right it's not the outcome is not going to be enjoyable for anyone you just want to make sure that yeah more unenjoyable for them
1: they're they're going to get on that bus whether they have won or lost and just go fuck right i don't want to do that ever again
0: (laughs) right right
1: which is the opposite of this show, which has been going on for way longer than we planned to do it, um, which is kind of the way that it goes when you have, it really is true. Um, I have so much fun doing this every single time um, and look forward to next week when we do it again Uh, with Grace, with Britt, with Kaelin, we hope we'll be back. I'm sure she will. Somebody else will probably miss it because we're adults and that's (laughs) life. But you know, Four is awesome. Uh, three is really good, and and that is kind of the philosophy here. And also, you know, sometimes three we can get into having a wild card person too, and um, all that. We'll see where this show goes. It is a lot of fun. We uh clearly have uh action to follow this week. Um, with our we didn't make a pick. We didn't. We didn't. Is that what we uh, should have done? Is that our um sort of the only winning move is not to play moment on Maryland, Michigan
0: yeah yeah i that's- don't there, there's no good option there yeah
1: okay so we've got uh rutgers i closed the dock that's stupid there <laughs> it is um we got rutgers we got syracuse yeah and we got usc yeah hmm all right I that like is it. that is a really weird parlay to start things off for us i like that it we is, did this
2: we will, we will find this next
1: it. week where um where i do not um consider that line one of the spreadsheet is one of the things that we are discussing and then get confused at the end of it when it turns out that there are only seven and not eight things to be <laughs> choosing from um yes but i love the chaos the chaos is great and the chaos is sometimes uh frustrating but uh, also, the chaos is my mouth and the word vomit Continuing me talking and Liam is going to play the ballpark. And this out.
0: Bye, everyone! <laughs>